on the rip. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the wonderful, wonderful internet. My name is Gav. I'm Addy. And you are tuned in to the On The Rave podcast. Addy, how's it going? Oh, I'm fucking hanging. He is. Uh, absolutely hanging. It was a rough one for Addy last night. Wasn't it wasn't. It? it was very pleasurable. It was a pleasurable one for Addy last night. It's been a rough morning. Yeah. Either way, we're full of coffee. He's, he's, he's had some pingers and we're ready to get going again uh, with the second podcast of 2019. Uh, but... Before we crack on with actual guests and stuff like that, yeah, we need to go through the sponsors. We need to go through the sponsors. What? Do you think? Well, let's do it. All right, cool. Well, we are currently powered by Podbean, fueled by beer and snow. Addy's just lost all emotion, uh, no adrenaline. You know what I mean? It's all chilling and his big bright red cheeks. I'm running on empty, man. I'm running on empty. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, have another beer. Hey, that's hey, a good hey, idea. There we go. On the rave. Right, okay. <laughs> ah, on the rave. There we go. Right, okay. So, what we'll actually do, instead of starting with the sponsors, is we'll start the way we normally start a podcast. Which we'll start with some ravers choice. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do this time out... Um, who, who hasn't voted this week? <laughs> who hasn't voted? <laughs> well, there's a lot of people who haven't voted this week. Was, was one of them Alex Koo? One of them, I, one of them I think was. Was it? it? What did yeah. he not vote for? What did he not vote for? He absolutely didn't say that we should start the podcast with the Lime Wax tune. Agent Orange? Agent Orange. He didn't say that. For shits and giggles... Raver's Choice is dedicated to Alex Q because it just come up and he's a Addy. fucking sexy Asian. He is. He's a sexy Asian who wrangles eels. He's two thirds, two thirds terrapin, uh, and he, he's the best lifeguard ever. Yeah. The best lifeguard ever. Um, they're all in jokes, and we're really sorry, but this is Langwax Agent Orange.
Earworm for the rest of your fucking life. Oh, that is Agent Orange by Lime Wax, and we decided we were going to play that song just because, for just for reasons, just for, fucking for reasons, sexy face. And we will return to the to the normal Ravers choice next, next time week. out. Yeah, unless you call Tory too. Unless yeah, yeah. Eat the swine. Eat the swine. He's just gonna keep whispering. Edit, edit. <coughs> Gav's got the power. Cut, the, cut this bit out, Gav. It's fine. Don't worry about it, Addy. I'll make you sound good. We'll, we'll make you sound so sophisticated. Possible. And so wired. So wired. We'll make you sound I'm so fucking, wired. You could make us feel any more wired. <laughs> well, Addy, guess what? What, Gavin? We've got another one of those guests. I thought we've got two guests. Too. We have actually still got two guests. Remember because... from the last continuity? Yeah. From the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's full of them today. So, yeah, if you tuned in last time out, you'll know that we've got two people sat in the office. Um, uh, me and Addy on the Rave Live will be happening at Hardcore Fighters UK. And we've got one of the other proprietors 
uh, sat with us today. Um, uh, so for everyone's pleasure, uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pez. Hi guys. How are you doing, Pez? Uh, I'm also hanging. You're also hanging. <laughs> hey, you're the brave. Yeah, it's uh, fueled it by Gav's coffee. Everything is coming together, though. Well, that's it. Yeah. We're, 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 we're fueled by coffee and chocolate in the office today. Very um, bad Neapolitan. Yeah. If you if you make penguins, why would you put fake ice cream, fake dry ice cream? They're fucking shit. There's a reason they were ten pence. There is. I can't I can't resist a bargain, man. They were ten p. So not I'm, even a bargain of ten pence. T- well, that's it. I was so optimistic when I saw them. You know what I mean? It's a a, it's a penguin that tastes a little bit like ice cream. What like on paper? That's not rocket science, is it? It should taste great. Yeah, but dry ice cream will never taste great. It's dry ice cream. <laughs> to be fair, since you pulled such a face at yours, mine's sat next to us. <laughs> I haven't even opened mine yet. It's like, I haven't gathered that. It was your face. You looked like it absorbed all of the moisture in your it's mouth. Just, it was just I'm awful. not ready for that. Just awful. I'm just not ready for that. Um, so, back to saying hello to Pez. Pez, um, how's it going? It's nice to have you on the show. Do you want to just tell everyone a little bit about... Who you are and what you do, because you uh, you do DJ and stuff, didn't you? Or oh, you used to? You still? Yes, do? yes. Still playing tunes. I've been playing for about twenty years now. Yeah. Aye. Started off, started off mainly really hard house and acid techno, and now <laughs> play mostly acid techno. Boom. So. I, I I I'm a bit of an acid head. I do I do quite like I do quite like a bit of acid. Filthy um, bass lines and that's great. I can already see Addy's. Look, you see the frown. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> just shaking his head in silence because someone's going to play acid on the... Oh, that's class. I'm looking, <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so, in any case, Pez is working uh, with Cole, who was on the last show. Uh, continuity. Continuity, you see. Uh, recording in bulk. <laughs> making content in advance. Um, Hardcore Fighters UK, which is going to be in April at the Cosmic Ball Bag. April 27th. There we go. And you can get your tickets on Skittle. Skittles. Uh, <laughs> Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely the Skittles advert that was playing for him there. Um, I'll tell you what, let's, let's start actually recording this podcast and stop talking shit, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, part one of the podcast is to talk about early influences. So... Who were the early musical influences on your journey? Well, well, so, so growing up, I listened to a lot of punk uh, and a lot of metal. Nice. surrounded by that with uh, my dad and all his friends, you know. Yeah. So stuff like the Sex Pistols, Susie and the Banshees, Buzzcocks, that sort of stuff. Nice. Uh, still listen to a lot of it, a lot of that now, and uh, I think you know from having a bit of variation, you know, from being young, it's given us a bit of a respect for, for all genres. There's always something. Yeah. Always something worth finding. Just have to dig quite deep sometimes to find mm. it for for some genres, but. You know, having a bit of an eclectic taste, good, you know. Well, that's it. I mean, yes. Well, that's like Makita. <laughs> <laughs> I'm safe. I'm safe to say I'm not part of that. Or electro swing. Whatever. Oh yeah, fuck me. <laughs> Don't get me started on fucking electro swing. You like, poked the bird out, oh, girl. Every song sounds like the cantina scene out of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like everyone's the same way. It's when every advert starts using electro swing. <laughs> the Butlins <laughs> one is <laughs> fucking particularly bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a fan um, yeah but uh, what I am a fan of is the old punk stuff and stuff like that as well because I like a bit of, I like a little bit of the clash and uh, that's the sort of stuff that I sort of found myself afterwards really because my parents were listening to pop 
um, which is what I was dragged up listening to. So you uh, like be blessed that you were brought up with with, uh, with the punk and stuff like that because it could have been a lot worse. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> what direction did you go like after after the punk and stuff like that? Uh, well, sort of like in the early nineties, I sort of heard um, a couple of probably groups of people have probably heard of the Shaman and the, the Prodigy, and that yeah. was that well, was little bands. Just, just, just you know, small. I mean, you know, I think they're a bit underground now. But just those becoming, becoming a bit more public nowadays. Just those little unknown bands <laughs> for the uninitiated. Um, but yeah, that was that was that was sort of my start of the journey into rave, really. Yeah, with those two, especially like stuff like Moonway Mountain Forever People and. You know, the music for the Jumper Generation. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely timeless albums. Oh. Not the best Prodigy album, though. Yeah. Album. <laughs> I knew that argument was coming back up. You're going to say Experience. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah, by far. Of course, it's got Jericho on, which is an absolutely amazing tune. Oh, Jericho is <laughs> an absolutely amazing tune. A totally underrated and undercovered yeah. tune as well. Uh, it's an absolute banger. Um, right, okay, sound. So, you've obviously got the two-directional thing there listening to the punk and stuff like that and listening to the rave what sort of tune would encapsulate would sort of would, would best tie together your early influences probably, uh, some, probably something that your dad was playing yeah absolutely uh, well I actually saw the saw this band uh, last year at the Kubik's Festival and, just last year and so did I it was, was really good with Adamant headlining uh, and it is the Buzzcocks ah uh, if I've fallen in love absolutely cracking tune Buzzcocks like dolphin pills like dolphin <laughs> 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 well uh, shall well, we just I well amuse myself mate, he does you know, <laughs> he does he doesn't tell them for anyone else he tells them for his own amusement like just sits there dropping you gotta pop yourself yeah <laughs> so uh, let's play some more tunes and let's play some buzzcocks uh, and the tune you picked is The Fallen in Love let's go You make me feel under the hood and I'm hurt And if I start a commotion I run the risk of losing you and that's worse Ever fall in love with someone Ever fallen in love In love with someone Someone you should have fallen in love with. I can't 
Ah, well, that was the Buzzcocks. That was Ever Fallen in Love, and that was the early influences tune picked by Pez, who's the guy who's on our podcast this time out. Um, so, after the early influences, um, what sort of tunes did you find when you were like digging for your own tunes, when you were finding your own feet? Yeah, it was, uh, well, HMV used to have a fairly decent uh, vinyl section back in the day. They used to have some pretty stomping tunes. Because Flapsky weren't there. Uh, and uh, I just, well, that time I discovered uh, Acid Techno with uh, the Chris Liberator and that. There's a CD collection called It's Not From, It's Not Intelligent, It's Not From Detroit, but it's fucking having it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I, heard, I heard that and I was hooked and started digging through for them and to my absolute amazement. HMV actually sold Acid Techno vinyl back in the day, back was about 1998. Right. Something like that. When it uh, used to be on Northumberland Street. Northumberland Street, downstairs, oh, yeah. in the basement. Oh, right, like before the basement got turned into the gaming bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was when all the records were down there. I used to go in on a Monday, because that was when new records came out every Monday, and mm-hmm. get, you could get them cheap. Right. That was like my Monday, every Monday. Go oh. in, picking up cheap records. Down the escalator. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was cracking, I used to go around all the record shops on a Monday. Ah, was that the day that the, oh, cause it was the, day the postie came? Yeah. Like, yeah, sound. Oh, I, I remember. I do remember buying vinyl in HMV, but I, I sort of remember the downstairs more for the games. Like these days, that's like, like lots of people won't remember because HMV is not on Northumberland Street anymore now. No. What's where it was? It's JD Sport. Yeah. JD Sport, where HMV yeah, was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, JD Sport and something else, isn't it? I don't know. The city's just constantly changing. Uh, is it not that uh, people don't even know this fucking hell they're not from Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the town has changed. Have you ever from Newcastle, anyone? <laughs> Want to know where G- HMV used to be? <laughs> well, yeah. boy, have I got a podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Where Things Were. <laughs> I'm slightly digressing there. Slightly digressing. <laughs> so what what sort of people were you were you digging out of this? You said Chris Liberator. What else did you find in the pile? Uh, well, it was, it was just a lot of hard house then as well because it was, it was fairly big at the time and discovered uh, Captain Tinrib. Class. And people like Kirim, uh John the Dentist, that sort of stuff. John the Dentist? Yeah. It's always uh, the names like that that make me laugh. What's the other one? <laughs> Dave the Drummer. Dave like, the Drummer, right? He's, uh, <laughs> went to see him play and he just looks funny on a flyer, doesn't he? It's Dave the Drummer. Like, it's, just, it's John the Dentist. His name's you know, not even Dave. His, na- his, his name's not even Dave. His name's Henry. Oh, well, well, there you go. But Henry the drummer doesn't have the same ring. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's the alliteration that works, isn't it? It just works. It works. Um, all right, cool. So of, of all of the sort of... Was it the acid you were falling for? Or was it like, well, did you just get a bit of everything? I got a bit of everything. It was probably evenly split, sort of 50-50, sort of acid techno and, uh, you know, hard house new energy sort of stuff. Uh, some some good hard techno there as well. A couple of labels like Cluster and uh, I think it was a few drum codes picked up from there back in the day. So good good selection. Back when HMV used to be like on the cusp of music, you know, before it became like the bootleg edition of what it is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does these days if you go into the HMV, it does actually have a lot of records, but it doesn't have no when no, really. yeah, the type of <laughs> no. uh, the type of eclectic collection yeah. that it used to have. Ah, uh, you might be able to get Def Leppard or like I was looking and they've done reprints of loads of the old Bowie albums because I'd be interested in buying something like that. But yeah. There's nothing uh, like underground, like the sort of rave stuff that work that they used to have that they used to sell. Yeah. Like, uh, like it's a shame because what it used to be is a lot better than the diluted version that we've got. But that's what just happens in it. 
That's, that's why it's going bust. Fuck you, HMV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Amazon's killing them all. It's killing them all. Um, okay, so if you did have to pick one tune to represent this onslaught of acid and hard house um, that you picked up, I've went for an evil techno tune. An um, evil techno tune. An evil Ooh. techno tune by by the uh, the Lunacid crew at uh, Cyborg X X Factor on Cluster Records. Right. Okay. Sound. So for all the listeners at home, uh, this is Cyborg X X Factor.
a nice little bit of techno for you um, uh, and that was Cyborg X uh, the tune was called X Factor and you said the label was Cluster Cluster yeah yeah. All right. still going strong yeah sweet right well let's uh, roll on into the next section which is the first rave memories rave so do you wait, wait. Uh, so do you remember the first rave that you went to have you got any stories you can tell about it yeah I can, I can remember actually it was uh, it was on my birthday uh, back in 1998 it was my 16th birthday your 16th birthday yeah and uh, I may have been slightly inebriated after picking some mushrooms in a field right um, so that and that was, I was with my friends partying in Gateshead right and uh, I, got a, I got a phone call saying there's a party on and you're coming there's a taxi pulling up in 10 minutes to pick you up so obviously that was that was that was a bit stressful because I could barely see the wall, never mind the taxi. Ooh. And uh, and the directions were get the taxi to Biker Bridge, get off and follow the music. So <laughs> that <there laughs> some quality instructions there. <laughs> yeah. You know so, what I mean? So I got off so, so I got off a taxi on the uh, biker side of 
uh, back the side of the bridge. Yeah. And lo and behold, you could just hear a thumping bass line coming from down the bank. There's a couple of uh, warehouses under the bridge. Yeah. Uh, down at the path there, open up the door. It's just this cracking rave kicking off. And uh, yeah, it was playing playing house, techno, like Elastic Trick we were playing as well. Oh, there's a blast from the park. Uh, yeah. Mm. So I was cracking. Uh, in fact, it was so good that I didn't realise the rave had ended until somebody walked past me with a deck in their hands. Oh. <laughs> I've been dancing for five minutes without any music. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, so is was that one of those like good. infamous ones that's like hidden under the bridge in yeah, those underground tunnels? That's the one, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard tell of these raves. Never actually managed to get to one myself. I do enjoy the photos, though. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, some crack, it was cracking, cracking night. Right, okay. Bit, a bit, a bit fuzzy nowadays. I have to say. <laughs> what sort of stuff was being played then? Uh, mostly techno. Techno. But, uh, it was house it was house for the first couple of hours, and then techno for the rest of the night till about seven in the morning. Right. Until the sun came up and everyone until had a D one. Until the sun came up and everyone had to gnash in various various states of clip. Yeah. But, Did uh, you just get interrupted? No, the police. Uh, the police came down, uh, took one look, and it saw that everyone was inside and not being knackers outside, and and just drove off. So, so that was nice. We did run out. Of, we did run out of water during the rave, though. And uh, one of my friends who was with me, uh, we went up to Morrison's, nicked the trolley, and bought the entire fridge uh, of water bottles from the garage. We spent like a hundred quid on water, and we took it down the rave and just gave it out. Oh, that's it was, mint! It was really cool. That's mint. I love that sort of rave atmosphere mm. when someone does something like for the rave. Like it's good. I'm not as cautious I'm doing it for the rave. When you take a crate and drop it on the bench at a party and go there, you go to the rave. That's what it was about back then. Yeah. yeah, it was a really nice gesture. Made a lot of friends, I can tell you. Communal <laughs> rave gesture. All right, okay, sound. So, is there like, is there any one track that really reminds you of that night? Uh, there, there is. I, uh, I've heard Mick Headley from Elastic Trippy Fame play it. Uh, I've got a copy of myself, and it's one of those techno tunes you can just mix in any set. And uh, Dave Clark, Red Three. Oh, uh, the tune! Thunder. What a tune! Nah, we like a bit of Dave Clark. Don't mind a bit of Dave Clark. Seen him uh, uh, stood with Ali at one bang face and watched him quite mesmerised with the uh, visuals that they had on. They had like a VJ playing at the same time. Um, the name evades my brain and Ali will be screaming <laughs> what, what the guy's name was. Um, but in any case, let's play some Dave Clark. Um, so for the first rave memory section, this is Dave Clark. Red 3, Thunder. Thunder. Let's go.
Gore, that was some Dave Clark for everybody. Uh, that was Red 3 Thunder. 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 Um, and we can just roll straight on to the next section because I know um, I know what you're going to say. We've, we've been at festivals at the same time. We have, yeah. Um, we've, been, we've been on raves and Section 4 is Festival Fever. Um, and I'd be very far, I'd be very surprised if you're about to tell us that you think festivals are shit. Because um, <laughs> I've seen not. you smiling all the way through them. So um, you got some good memories and some festivals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we were glad together. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was, God, it was about 15 years ago now, was it? Or 12 years ago, something like 2009. 2009. 2009. 10 years ago. Uh, I was, I was, I was good fun. I was, work, was working at festival with, with Gaff and what was sort of drinking, working. So yeah. yeah. It was uh, it got a bit messy by the end of it, like. Those shifts were legendary. They were brilliant. Like <laughs> working for Gav, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Glade Festival. Yeah, like, free ticket. Which is it? And he go and stand in that field with some cans and point cars <laughs> at another field. Uh, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. That was like the Geordie security team no, I, that we were part of was just legendary, wasn't it? And my last shift like, was looking after the bar, which was fantastic. Just looking <laughs> after the bar? Uh, I, I didn't even know what I was meant to do. He said, just look after the bar, make sure no one does everything stupid, but it was the staff bar, so yeah. everyone was being stupid. It was <laughs> it's the same festival where he was like, I need you to be uh, handing out water at the front of a stage for a bit, and I was like, oh, that sounds sound. Right, no problem, so who do you want to go and do it for? So like KJ Swanker, and I was like, Oh, sound like the one person who I really want to see absolutely lots at this festival. I'm going to have my own private dancing area. And I'm supposed to like, so I've just got my own area to dance with. And people come to the front and I hand them glasses of water. And just it was just... A quality gig, like. Yeah, it was such a quality gig. Like, such a quality way to spend those festivals. And it was dead sound of Gav to sort out loads of the Geordies with jobs and stuff like that. And those jobs, he says with, <laughs> he, he says with inverted comments, like... Um, that was brilliant. With the association with those festivals, but you've done other ones as well, haven't you? I the uh, first the first big festival I went to was the last three day dance folly in Amsterdam, right? And uh, Carl Cox had his Carl Cox had his own stage there. Oh, was, for the whole festival. Aye, there was, there was there was loads of people there from Newcastle, like uh, most most of most of the old rave crew was there. But uh, the speak the speaker stacks that had on the stage when when I got there, obviously there was you know it was huge, four hundred meters or something, loads of loads of space. And there's two massive speaker stacks about a third of the way across the stage. Right. And in front of them, there was just a long line of grass with nobody sitting on it. I was like, well, excellent. There's loads of space there. And as soon as the fucking music kicked up, we worked out why there was nobody sitting there because like, you could feel the inside to liquefy it. From the speakers, it was bad. So you had like, three, the so you the had, like three columns of people dancing and like these two, two strips where, where you just physically couldn't stand because the speakers were that loud. It was absolutely brilliant. We were just talking about the brown note as well. Oh. We were like getting in the wrong mm. spot that oh, way yeah. if you could turn yourself inside out. Oh, <laughs> like, no, it was one of those moments like. Okay. Um, so what other, what, what what sort of music gets you in the, gets you in the mood for festivals and stuff like that? At the minute it's metal. Because metal? I, I went to Download Festival last year and it was, uh, sorry, <laughs> year before. And it was absolutely brilliant. Right. I was just basically a three three day drinking binge with really loud music and quality people. So I that's what download is like. Who yeah. did you see? Uh so I'm so I'm Maiden, uh Ozzy Osbourne, right. uh Ramstein. Ozzy's still good, Ramstein always good. Uh Opeth. Yeah. Uh those those were brilliant. Motorhead were meant to be playing, but then he died a week before download. So so the, they uh, did a, they did a big tribute to him uh, oh. on, on the on the main stage for, for his slot, which was really nice. Yeah. So but Iron Maiden absolutely killed it. It was pissing down the rain and nobody cared. Yeah. <laughs> It's like those those things just happen at festivals, yeah. you know what I mean? You're there for the moment, so if it's mm. raining while the moment's going, you're just there and it's raining. No, it, like, was, it was neat to go all weekend, like. 
knee deep mud all weekend. Aye. Lovely. Camping. Camping, aye. Oh. I did, we, didn't, we didn't camp on the last night, though, because I was driving back. I got a hotel on the last night. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's a wise move. Wise move. <laughs> Splashed out for, for warmth. <laughs> for, for, for warmth and sleep, because I've seen videos of what happens on the last day of down where people's tents get fucking set on fire and chucking trees and that. And I was like, I'm not having any of that, so. Aye. <laughs> got shot as soon as I did. A bar, so that was a no-brainer. Yeah. All right, sounds so... Of all of the people that you've seen at festivals and stuff like that, who, who, who are one of your favourites then? Oh, hands down, has to be Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I've, I've seen him six times now. Right, <laughs> so okay. Coming a bit of a groovy. But uh, <laughs> I absolutely crack. And obviously, I went for a few of the darks, probably one of the well known, and they finished the they finished the set of download with it. Right. So I had everyone going. It was brilliant. Just good memories of standing in the rain. I've had good memories of standing in the rain with brilliant music. I very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Right, well, that sounds banging. Um, uh, let's play the tune for you. So this is a bit of Iron Man for the first time. First the, time on the pod. The first time on the show. Uh, let's play a little bit of Iron Man. Cherry. Yeah.
That was Iron Maiden. It was the first time that was our Maiden uh, playing of Iron Maiden or anything like that, really, to be fair. Any of that sort of classic metal stuff. Um, and we'll toddle straight on, I think. Um, we were just talking about the stuff that you've got written down here. So this is the fifth section of the podcast. This is the shared discovery section. This is where you get to share anything that you've got coming up that you might want to talk about. And then you get to share with everyone someone that they should be listening to. So, um, have you got anything coming up that you want to share? Well, yeah, we've got our Hardcore Fighters first event coming up on April 27th. Yeah. An absolutely stomping lineup of uh, Dutch, Dutch techno. And we have the Blue Man playing his classic Gabba set from 1994 so that should that should be that should be good yeah tickets available on skittle sorry just that last bit and we're going to be there as well um uh, Addy's going to play some tunes and i'm going to shout some stuff down the microphone it should be good crack shouldn't it should be Um, be we've got there's quite a big lineup of people coming over from holland to play some tunes as well as some local guys as well so uh, people should get themselves down there get tickets in advance to make sure you get one yeah Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. 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 still suffering in the corner there. I'm, 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 I'm flagging like. Yeah. To be As you may have heard from the previous podcast two weeks ago, Addy is still hungover. Yeah. Still. It's, been a, it's been a long two weeks. That's how long. That's how long this hungover's gone. Like been a very long two weeks. It's dragging <laughs> the fuck. Um, so let's talk about shared discoveries. Um, is there anyone who you listen to on the regular that you think other people should be listening to? Yeah. What should, uh, people, what should people be listening to? Uh, for, a, for a new artist from uh, so who's been partying with the London crew and is now releasing some collaborations with uh, Chris Liberator, uh, David Drummer and so forth and has her own label set up and it's a bloke called Sterling Moss. Right. Uh, puts out a lot of really stompy acid stuff. Some good some good hard techno on Cluster with, with some of the which we heard earlier. Yeah, we were talking about before. Uh, and it's just really interesting it's because it's mainly or mostly asset tech was being produced by about five people so it's always yeah. nice for uh, you know for to, 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 get, six. to, to get the six <laughs> six is a magic number in London so uh, yeah I think people should check them out it's got a couple of labels Side Squadron uh, has some releases on Stay Forever and stuff as well yeah uh, tracks can you can listen to the tracks at uh, 909london.com oh well, well Sure. Here's me just about to go. I'm working. People listen, and he's already spotted out. It's like preempting. He totally, totally read where my brain was going with that one. Um, and if there's one tune that sort of uh, is a good example of him that we can play, so people can get a taste of what they can get more of. Oh, this was this was this was an easy pick. Uh, it's a tune called "Free Your Mind," uh, and it's absolutely stubborn. Right. Okay. Cool. This is Sterling Moss. Free your mind.
discovery moment what's next what's next well next is the bit where i ask you to set the scene oh it's my turn it's your turn yeah well full of enthusiasm full of enthusiasm as we're well. not we had hardcore fighters a game two weeks ago <laughs> still you're pushing your way in it's fucking packed i'm paying fucking five pound fifty for a warm card it's fucking Red stripe at the bar. Oh, warm red stripe as warm well. Warm red stripe oh, at the bar because the bar woman's just put them in yeah. two minutes ago. Because they've sold out because there's so many people there. Because there's so many people there. You get to the front. <clears throat> are you going to wave your hands in the air and spill your pint? Are you going to get sta- keep it safe down low and be a screw face? The trick is to finish your pint before you go on the dance floor. Ah! 
He's got he's he's got the he's got the mathematical answer to your conundrum there. What if you want to drink when you're on the dance floor? You get you get someone to go and get your pint. But then you go down that one when you're on the dance floor. Yeah, you can twice as many pints. Then... I don't think you've thought it through. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, what he's asking you is is screw face of hands in there. That's exactly what he's asking you. Well, uh, it's, this is definitely a hands in the air moment, and it's from years ago. Uh, there used to be a club called Nice, which used to play Hard House and New Energy uh, in town. Where yeah. was that? Where was Nice? Was where, I sort of remember the logo. Where West used to be in town, uh, opposite the Happy Chip, the uh, fine purveyor of fish and chips, pop and mushrooms, rock shots. Yeah, so ah, so ah, that was brilliant. And it was the, origi- uh, the original Happy Chip. The original Happy Chip, right? Yeah, we could go in and they had like twelve different brands of poppers. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A daft o'clock in the morning, you could toddle in there and just see. You know, it's like the Mos Eisley Cantina, isn't it? Loads of people have memories of hanging outside of there, just on the edge of the pink triangle. Yeah, so high. Opposite yeah. the old rock shots. I was all, all the old rock shots, yeah. Yeah, it was rock shots, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Well, all uh, right, so. <laughs> I saw a DJ called John the Dentist there. John the, what, again? It was so rammed, it would have to be hands in the air because you couldn't have your hands by the sides because it'd get broken because it, like, it was that full. Right. And uh, uh, obviously, rock, played a rock and hard offset and uh, dropped this tune, which was second, second from the end, and the place just went absolutely ballistic. If anyone did have room to hold the pint, you'd definitely have been wearing it when it went, <laughs> when it went off. So it's, uh, everyone will be like wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men like, <laughs> with the arms like, <laughs> looking like jelly spaghetti. Oh, it, was, it, was a, it was a brilliant night like right. but uh, tunes Trauma uh, UK Gold because the house gets warm uh, Trauma Remix on Tidy Tracks Trauma Remix on Tidy Tracks yeah. what and just the place erupted it absolutely went blessed it was brilliant it was, one of, it was one, of the, one of the best nights I've been there yeah well, it just stands out as one of those moments where you really have to just swing those arms in the air. Absolutely. What's it? Well, I see no better reason to play the tune then. So, for everyone, this is Cause the House Gets Warm.
yet you know that I will go Cause the house gets warm, warm, warm. I'm on the go, so I make the whole crowd days This is a miracle, I'm so political Cause the house gets warm, warm, warm. Damn, damn, I'm on the go, so I make the whole crowd days Rock the show and yes you know that I will go Cause the house gets warm, warm, warm. I'm on the go, so I make the whole crowd days This is a miracle, I'm so political Cause the house gets warm, warm, warm. I'll make the whole crowd days Rock the show and yes, you know that I will go Cause the house gets warm, warm, warm. I'm on the go I'll make the whole crowd days This is a miracle, I'm so political Cause the house gets warm, warm, warm. I'm on the go I'll make the whole crowd days Rock the show and yes, you know that I will go
that was the arms in the air moment that was uk gold playing a tune called cause the house gets wham and that was the arms in the air moment picked by pez because everyone in the room had their arms in the air at that exact moment i was crying yeah get in it's a different way to think about the question i don't know if anyone's ever approached it in that like in that way literal way you know what i mean like a like this is literally a tune where you were in a room that tune was playing and you could see everyone's arms pits like you know what i mean (laughs) Um, other people have picked tunes that make them sort of scowl or like screw face but yeah it just goes to show you there's loads of different ways you can answer the questions we'll ask you <laughs> there's loads of different ways you can do it anyways rolling on to section 7 this is the moment when we ask our guests if they want to dedicate a song if you want to play a dedication and what they want to play and who they want to play it for for whatever sort of reasons and stuff like that. So, for those exact reasons, do you want to play a tune for someone? I do. Uh, this one's going to be for me wife to be, Laura Jennings. <laughs> Are you setting the scene? I was here all night just listening to me fucking yeah, make, make playing it. shit careless whisper. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a favourite band, Alison Chains. Right. So we uh, managed to get a ticket to stop uh, at one venue in Glasgow. Uh, so you had to go all the way to Glasgow. All the way to Glasgow. Surprised her with tickets for her birthday. She didn't even know they were playing. How romantic uh, in the UK. Uh, right. And this is our favourite song. Right. So it's Alison Chains, Man in the Box. Man in the Box. There we go. So, uh, bam. <laughs> he's gone full circle. He's gone from he's gone from not being able to say anything in the corner to now just squawking like some sort of sexual parrot. <laughs> like, sexual peacock. Yeah. I'm so lucky to get this fucking comment. Oh, you. he's done so well. He's done so well. You are blessed. So, for the first time on the podcast, let's play some Alison Chains, and this is the Man, Man in the, the Box. box.
That was Alice in Chains, and that was Man in a Box being played as a romantic dedication uh, for Laura for Pez's wife to be. I just I can't get angry at him. Like I, I kind of like I kind of like you just gotta you, like if if you if you point it out, you'll just play up even more. So, yeah. like, just gotta just like, it out. like an agitated Yorkshire Terrier craving the attention of of of, of their aged owner. Peg said the other day, I'm a habitual line stepper. A habitual line stepper. <laughs> Do you know what? That's quite an apt. It's quite an apt description, isn't it? It is. When you think about it, you might have nailed I think it. I might add that to the flyer. Uh, <laughs> underneath his name, habitual mindset. That's gonna. I'm gonna put that on my fucking my profile if it's if that's up there. habitual line stepper. Amazing. Right. So, so this is section eight, um, uh, and this is the moment when we start talking about guilty pleasures. Um, oh my god, Gav. Oh <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we've had some trash. Um, we'll this could be the worst. It could be, you know, like, like, we'll, we'll just, we'll just have to see when Whoa. it get, when it gets revealed. <laughs> um, so, have you got many guilty pleasures in music? <laughs> well, I think you're about to find out one anyway. Uh, right, but before you, you know, let's tease it out. <laughs> Te- tease it out, you know. Just a don't, tip. Don't you, <laughs> just, just for now, please, sir. Tease it out just a little <laughs> bit more. Well, um, what's Friday, Friday night, four or five cans in, you know, the radio's on, you're flicking through, you've gone through a couple of rave tunes, you've had a bit of metal on, and then you, you just feel like you need to have a little bit of cheese every now and again, you know? And, uh, and you go to the fridge and you open it <laughs> and you have a slice of cheddar or stilton and you that's get on with your day. Cool, like, well, just play better, you know, that's where you keep them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, and then and then sometimes sometimes you have just have to step over the line. I've, I've done what then? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and something like this goes on, and I have to say that I really do enjoy it. And right. it's definitely definitely uh, a guilty admission that I probably shouldn't be making on the radio. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it, 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 it's done back. now. So right, yeah. okay. So so who is the who is the culprit you're talking about? Uh, the, well, the culprit might be known to many of you, and I'm sh- I think it's one of Andy's favourites, and it's uh, it's Robbie Williams. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> Do you know what? I'll tell you a really interesting story about Robbie Williams. So, in in a week of my life, in 2000, uh, I once saw, in the same week, Savage Garden, Robbie Williams, and Wheatus. <laughs> Just kill us now. <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah, this was a, this was a young, different Gav, who was. <laughs> Who was uh, who was studying drama at college, and had his first taste of freedom, and chose to buy tickets to go to see gigs, and uh, yeah, as I say, in the same in the same week, I uh, went to go and see Savage Gardens, Robbie Williams, and Wheatus, um, <laughs> two of them at the arena, which I think was still called the Metro Arena back then, mm. um, but yeah, um, and you know what, I bought merch and everything, I did, I bought <laughs> merch and everything. Was it the West Arena? Oh, could be, could be, it might could be a call that like. It might have been the Telly West Arena. I, I haven't got the tickets or anything like that. I couldn't check, but uh, but yeah. So, what particular Robbie Williams? <laughs> well, so 
is it is it just Robbie Williams or is it like that sort of music, that sort of cheesy pop? Uh, it's just Robbie Williams. It's just I Robbie Williams. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> find someone any more cheesy pop. One artist is enough for me. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was it was a hard choice between two tunes, but uh, in the end, I settled for "Let Me Entertain You." Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> you know, it is for a second there. I thought you were going to say "Fucking Angels." I really did. I like, did debate it, but do you I know thought, what it is? I, I thought I wouldn't get out alive. Like, do you, know, do you know? Do you know what it is? Like, anyone who's walked through town of a nighttime has heard someone trying to sing "Angels" on the karaoke, oh, yes. walking yes. past like the Black Garter, <laughs> and someone in the back car will be doing it on karaoke. Oh dear me! I think it's only one on karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not the one song in the Black Guard? <laughs> I'm sure the only other one I've ever heard coming out of there is Sweet Home Alabama. So you know, it's obviously just a limited book they've got. Um, but in any case, in the tradition of the podcast, in the tradition of playing whatever shit music gets pointed at us, we will persist and we will keep we, we will keep playing the shit music that people want me to play. So, uh, for Pez to make sure about it, so hopefully your fork hands up by now. <laughs> Otherwise you're not dancing to this. Um, this is Let Me Entertain You. Mother
well, well, well. Um, no, you're not tuned in to Radio 1. Uh, <laughs> you're tuned in to the On The Rave podcast. But yes, that was Robbie Williams. Oh, you did uh, say guilty pleasures. We did say guilty pleasures. <laughs> you know what it is. Guilty as charged. We <laughs> ask the questions and we just have to follow through with the answers, don't we? Do. Yes. Right, it could be, you know. The, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but, never mind. What, hey... It's uh, it's good time, buddy. And guess what? Pa pa pa. Pa pa pa. Yes, it's he's used his fucking wild card. Pa 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 pa. There we so go. So it's a two and a one. It's a double goat. Um, and again, another interesting method because you've picked a DJ and a producer, uh, which is which is good. I like it. We like a bit of variety. So when it comes to DJs, uh. Who is it you've picked and why? Well, hands down, the, des- the best DJ I've ever seen live. And this was, he did a three hour set at the Dance Valley on his own stage. And it's Carl Cox. Carl Cox. I've just, this, this man could just do unbelievable things for vinyl. He played about 200 tunes in three hours. And you could just see him, they were just on, in, out, flipping, because they had a screen behind them. So you could, so you could watch him mix. Right. It was just unbelievable. I've never seen anybody mix so quickly. You spend more time uh, watching what he was actually yeah, doing. Yeah, dancing. dancing. I was like, just sort of mesmerised, you know? Yeah. I saw a gig at the Sage years ago, um, where DJ Shadow did exactly that, like, outside of the stage. And he was like, while he had the decks here, he had a screen above him playing everything that was going so on. So you watch all the scratching so, of that. Yeah, it's Brilliant. it's a really interesting way to watch it because like you can get lost a little bit in the music and forget about what what technicians yes. these people really are because it's a right art. I've tried, yeah. man. I own, I had twelve tens for years and I just cannot DJ. Couldn't beat match for shit. I tried and I was around so many raves and I should have been able to DJ, but I couldn't. Just never click. I just never, never managed to get it to click. And I think sometimes DJs just like just the technicians, the ones who do it really well, yeah. the ones who spit three decks out, and as you say, play two hundred tunes in three hours. <laughs> you know really, what I mean? Really he said, he said that, and like the hair stood up on me, and that was like <laughs> to me, that's impressive. You know what I mean? I once watched like this performance by Cut Chemist and DJ Shadow, where they perform wholly on forty fives through the whole way through this whole section. It's absolutely mint. I think it's called product placement. Oh yes, um, that's a very yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's called product placement, and it's mint. Uh, no, I know. I love a good technician. So what? What is it about Carl Cox? It's just just a skill he has of bending tunes. So like, it's, it might play like hundreds of records, but you'll you'll hear you'll hear thirty seconds of one, and it'll be mixed in with two other decks. Yeah, you know, and it'll just be it'll be mashed up, chopped in, chopped out, and you're never quite sure which which part of you know which tunes playing where, yeah. and the ability just to you know just to juggle between the tunes seamlessly without you know you don't even you hardly even notice. Yeah, uh, it's just super impressive. Like some so people have just got some people have just got that talent. Oh, he's definitely got it. Like it's bad. Mm. It's mad. When you watch people with two decks, and it's like that's a difficult job. But mm. when you introduce a third and a fourth, it's just like it's just crazy it, talk. It's mind. It's mind blowing, isn't it? Watching the way that people can just dive around like that. Um, and you've chose to pick a tune that you remembered from a Carl Cox set. That's right. Yeah. So how many how many times have you seen Carl Cox? Uh, I've seen him three times. Right. Now, once it once the dance volume twice in Newcastle. But oh, the yeah. dance volume one that just stands out because it was just, just an unbelievable red hot sunshine. Yeah. Private stage, sound it blew you away. And uh, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic day, like. Right. Uh, okay. I remember he dropped a pretty famous tune there as well. It still stands out in my mind. And this one he actually played more than thirty seconds of. Two <laughs> 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 that that just goes to show how highly he obviously <laughs> made the tune. Like 
Because he's got time for more than 30 seconds. Absolutely. Got I, think three decks it, I think he gave it three minutes. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, Must have given him time to go and get another pint or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, be, probably something else if it was Carl Cox. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what tune you in about? Uh, it's uh, DJ Rolando, uh, Knights of the Jaguar on Underground Resistance. What a tune. There we go. Mint. So um, to celebrate the DJing ability of Carl Cox. <laughs> To celebrate Carl Cox, um, here we go.
that was DJ Orlando, Knights of the Jaguar. And that was a tune to represent the DJ and skills of Carl Cox. But this Big is Black the wild Fox. card. Big <laughs> so it's a, you it's a classic it's a classic flyer. Just a black flyer and all had is big black cocks. Cox spelled Carl Cox. Oh, and here's me thinking you were being potty mouth. No, no, not me. <laughs> no, no. It's like, it's been educational, Gavin, actually. Well, that did, yeah. Like, just letting the people out there know, YouTube, um, that we are, that we, that we we are, are educational. That we are educational, you know. We're sharing more than just music. It's a, it's a way of life. It's a culture. It is. So, um, you played your wild card. Four goals. <laughs> Sounded like you were breaking into Agent Orange version there. <laughs> um, you chose to highlight a producer as well. So Carl Cox, a DJ. Which producer and why? Uh, well, I've, I've went went a bit different for this, but Big Beat Trip Hoppy. And uh, the person who impresses the most at the minute, or well, certainly over the last few years, is uh, the Crystal Method. Yeah, sound. Doing a wide variety of tunes, everything you know, everything from from hip hop, bit sort of tech electro sort of style. Uh, and fused and this this one the, the tune we're going to go into uh, has a lot of guitar work in it as well like like electric guitars fell into it and sounds just sounds totally different to anything else out there Mint. and really impresses us it's always stuff that's individual that stands out like that isn't it because lots of stuff yeah. that sounds like other stuff can just blend into the background yeah there's nothing else that, nothing else sounds like it you know so that's why it stood out so much yeah oh well that's it um so which tune is it you've actually picked by the customer i've gone for a tune called weapons of mass distortion Minted. Well, uh, I think we should just crack straight on and play the tune straight out. Let's do it. Yeah. Sweet. This is Weapons of Mass Distortion.
That was the wild card track played. <laughs> that was weapons of mass distortion uh, being what's, played. What's album? What? What's the album? What's the album? Yeah, I haven't got it written down, Eddie. I'll be is really trying to Legion of Boom. Oh, yes, it Legion is. They, uh, Knowledge is the bomb. Boom. Knowledge is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge is the bomb, and Addy's just dropping them. Look at him go. Look at him go. Look how he's certainly dropping. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we've managed to make it all the way through another whole podcast um, and a full selection of tunes. Pez, it's been mint, haven't you? Actually, um, Cole's still sat in the corner contributing as well. Um, it's time to talk about personal anthems. So, have you got many personal anthems or was this a, was this a no-brainer? This was an absolute no-brainer. Right, uh, okay. As obviously we're all, all familiar with Clint Eastwood, you know, did he fire six shots or only five? I'm kind of just asking myself that question. Yeah. Do I feel lucky? Do you feel lucky, punk? I do indeed, and that's the, that's the name of the tune. It's an absolute stomper of a tune on Stay Forever Records, Magnum Force, Unlucky Punk, and this just represents my, my style down to a T. Right. Fit, by far my favourite tune on the whole label. Right. Okay, sweet. That sounds like an absolutely banging tune so I'll tell you what let's just crack straight on and play some Magnum Force uh, this is Unlucky Punk I know what you're thinking
I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But Ian, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Do I feel lucky? Do you punk? Do I feel lucky? Well, 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 do you punk?
was Magnum Force, that was Unlucky Punk, and that was the personal anthem picked by Pez. Pez, it's been class sitting down and having pause, a bit crap with you. Been good. Um, uh, of course, we'll remind everyone that you can pick up your tickets for Hardcore Fighters UK on Skiddle. That's right. Um, and the event is in April, so get in there, get your tickets in advance and get something sorted out. We're going to be there. There's going to be plenty of people from Holland. Uh, there's going to be Smith. It's a big lineup. Smith, big Smith's lineup. playing a set of stuff just to please Addy in particular. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know... As long as he doesn't play... Is, is he playing Deng? Oh, he's he's, he's reading his original res. Oh, right, that'll be, 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 be fine then. Get yourself along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be no it. steps. I think he'll be doing... Because he's on for two hours and his original set was only 90 minutes, I believe. Right. I think he's going into Deng after that. Is he doing like half an hour of the 25 years of Deng stuff? I believe so. Alright, well there you go. Um, that's a bit of the in- inside scoop for everybody here. You um, heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first on the On The Wave podcast. But uh, as I said, it's been class sitting down and having a bit of crap with your lads. Oh, oh, yeah. um, and we've reached <coughs> that moment where we take a second to remind everyone that you can catch us on Facebook at On The Rave. Mm-hmm. You can catch us on Twitter at yep. On The Rave. You can catch us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash On The Rave. Rave. You can catch us on Addy's favourite platform, which is Instagram. 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 <laughs> on, the Rave. <laughs> on The Rave with Addy and Gav. Next time out, Addy will be more infused. I promise. He promises. <laughs> he promises he'll be more infused. But um, it's time to get scientific. So, Addy... Muster up the energy. Well, I was going to choose one science track, which was particularly hard and nasty, but then since Pez made us listen to loads of acid and that, <laughs> I went for a different artist, a mystery artist from another country. We don't actually know who there is. One was a green chicken the other week in Bulgaria. A green chicken and, in Bulgaria? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> this artist called Acid Diaper. Acid Diaper? Acid Diaper. Didn't we see Acid Diaper at Prospect? No. It wasn't? No? Don't think I... No. No. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, 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 we haven't. We haven't. No. No. Uh, but the, it might might be Panacea and Lime Wax, but no one knows. No one dresses, knows. Dresses because, it's a, because it's a green chicken. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, uh, but this is Acid Diaper and Stumpf. Stumpf. We like that. That's a good word. It's on a matter of pig, isn't it? Yeah. It, like, stump. 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 Uh, Check it out, though. It's fucking... Science is a bastard. <laughs> Sound well from me, Gav, and him. Addy. I'm uh, Addy. He's, I'm Addy. He's still Addy. Still. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the On the Rave podcast, and we are officially off the rave. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>